Welcome to Episode 3 in the AIC Seasonal Video Series, Eastertide, From Resurrection to Ascension. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. The focus of Episode 3 is the fourth and fifth Sundays after Easter, Ascension Day, Sunday after Ascension, and seasonal music for each of these occasions. Previously in this series, in episode one, my focus was on the history of the Church's Feast of Feasts, the meaning of the day that changed the world, and the 1928 Book of Common Prayer Collects, Canticles, Epistle and Gospel readings, and appropriate seasonal music for Easter Day. In episode two, I discussed the readings for Easter Monday and Tuesday, the first, second, and third Sundays after Easter, and seasonal music for all these occasions from the St. Chrysostom Hymnal. The illustration is Christ resurrected, or Greek Anastasis, the central detail of an 11th century Narthex mosaic of the resurrection at an unidentified location in Greece. The collect for the fourth Sunday after Easter was adapted by Archbishop Cranmer for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer from the Gelasian Sacramentary. O Almighty God, who alone canst order the unruly wills and affections of sinful men, grant unto thy people that they may love the thing which thou commandest, and desire that which thou dost promise, that so among the sundry and manifold changes of the world our hearts may surely there be fixed, where true joys are to be found, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The illustration is Christ is Risen, a stained glass window by Mayor of Munich at St. Joseph's Villa Chapel, Richmond, Virginia, from the AIC bookstore publication, Paintings on Light. The epistle reading for fourth Sunday after Easter is James 1, verses 17 to 21. In the AIC bookstore publication, Christian Spirituality, an Anglican Perspective, I explain the epistle of James, traditionally considered the first bishop of Jerusalem, as an example of New Testament wisdom writing. Having extolled God as the source of every good gift in life in verse 17a, and for his constancy, or in his words, in whom there is no variation or shadow of turning, in verse 17b, he offers a lesson on self-restraint or the control of passions in verses 19 and 20a. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. The illustration is a 16th century Russian Orthodox icon of James the Just painted in the Novgorod style. St. James is always depicted holding a book in his left hand, 
In Western church art, he also usually holds a fuller's rod in his right hand. The Gospel reading for fourth Sunday after Easter is John 16, verses 5 to 11, which actually chronologically comes before the reading for third Sunday after Easter. The occasion is the evening of Maundy Thursday after the Last Supper. Jesus prepares the disciples not only for his coming departure from them to return to his Father, but also explains in verse 7 the benefits. It is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the Helper, or Comforter in the King James Book of Common Prayer version, will not come to you, but if I depart, I will send him to you. After explaining the purpose of the coming of the Holy Spirit, both to judge and correct mankind and to offer holy truth, he offers this Trinitarian observation in 13, verses 13 and 14. When he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. The illustration is the Last Supper, a fresco which dates to either the 15th or the 16th century at the Monastery of St. George, Kremikovsky, Bulgaria. Jesus is seated at the head of the table at the far left in the image rather than in the middle as in the Western church style. He is consoling St. John with St. Peter, recognizable by his curly hair, looking on at his left. Others are engaged in active conversation, perhaps on the meaning of what he has said or in one case reaching for food. The damage at the top edge of the image is a combination of the effects of earthquakes in the 16th and 17th centuries and vandalism by Muslims after the fall of Constantinople in the 15th century, a major turning point in the history of the church in Asia Minor. Related music for Fourth Sunday after Easter in the St. Chrysostom hymnal includes To Our Redeemer's Glorious Name, written by Anne Steele in 1760 A.D. and arranged to the common meter tune St. Stephen. Hark! The Sound of Holy Voices, written by Roland Hugh Pritchard in 1830 A.D., arranged to High Friedel. And Blessed is He Who Loves God's Precepts, written by Luther O. Emerson in 1863 A.D., based upon Psalm 1, the two-way psalm, and arranged in the hymnal to the tune Stuttgart. The fifth Sunday after Easter is also known as Rogation Sunday. The term rogation is derived from the Latin verb rogare, meaning to ask. The three weekdays preceding Ascension Day are known as the rogation days. 
the practice of praying for a bountiful harvest and all the fruits of the earth was formalized in the 5th century by Pope Leo the Great. The earliest instance of a rogation liturgy in the English church is in the Sarum Rite of the late 12th and 13th centuries. In the urbanized society of the 21st century, the old English tradition of clergy and parishioners marching around the edges of their parish, known as beating the bounds, seemed a relic of a lost past. Even the Anglican blessing of fields, soils, and gardens seems to have fallen away in modern times, although it is still practiced in some parishes. The illustration is a detail from a photograph of a blessing of the fields in Kent, England, taken in February 1967 A.D. The collect for Fifth Sunday after Easter, like the collect for Fourth Sunday after Easter, was adapted by Archbishop Cranmer for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer from the Gelasian Sacramentary. The first line is a paraphrase of James 1, verse 17, the reading for the fourth Sunday after Easter. O Lord, from whom all good gifts do come, grant to us thy humble servants, that by thy holy inspiration we may think those things that are good, and by thy merciful guiding may perform the same through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The illustration is again the blessing of the fields in Kent, England. The epistle reading for fifth Sunday after Easter is James 1, verses 22 to 27, another example of New Testament wisdom writing, taking up where the reading for the previous Sunday ended. In verse 22, St. James urges Christians to live a virtuous life, or in verse 20, as I say, in verse 22, be doers of the word and not hearers only. In verse 26, he advises restraining not only the body, but also the tongue, concluding with his own definition of true religion in verse 27. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble, and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. The illustration is the same 16th century Russian Orthodox icon of James the Just used previously. The Gospel reading for Fifth Sunday after Easter is John 16, verses 23 to 33. It is the third of three readings from St. John's unique gospel in the Sundays after Easter and also takes place on the evening of Monday, Thursday. In verses 23 to 25, Jesus explains that for the first time, after his glorification in the events to come, they may pray to the Father in his name. Going on to say in verse 27 that, quote, For the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me, and have believed that I came forth from God. It must always be understood that what we pray for must be something that works God's will.
The disciples thanked Jesus for speaking in plain language instead of in parables. Near the end of the reading in verse 33, he offers both reassurance and warning. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. The illustration is a mid-twelfth century Byzantine-style apse mosaic Christ Pantocrator, which is found above the altar at the Cathedral of Cefalu, built under the authority of Roger II, the first Norman king of Sicily at Cefalu, Sicily. Thematically related music for the fifth Sunday after Easter, or Rogation Sunday, includes For the Beauty of the Earth, written by Foliot S. Pierpont in 1864 A.D. and arranged to Dix, and O Jesus Crowned with All Renown, written by Edward White Benson in 1860 A.D. and arranged to Kingsfold, but more easily sung when played to six verses of the classic English common meter tune, Winchester Old. The Book of Common Prayer, in the Book of Common Prayer, Ascension and Day and Sunday after Ascension are a separate feast called Ascension Tide. In this teaching video series, they are included with Easter since they are the thematic completion of the series of events that began with the resurrection on Easter Day. Since Ascension always falls on a weekday, a Thursday, many parishes have ceased to have a service on that day, choosing to transfer the feast to the Sunday after Ascension. In many Western Church denominations, the Feast of the Ascension has officially been moved to the Sunday after the 40th day following Easter. The logic is that more people will attend and hear a Sunday service. The illustration is the oldest extant depiction of the Ascension, painted on parchment around 586 A.D. in northern Mesopotamia, part of present-day Syria in the region well east of Antioch. The Feast of the Ascension celebrates an event which, according to the Gospel of St. Luke, took place outside Jerusalem at the village of Bethany 40 days after the resurrection. The scriptural warrant is Luke 24, verse 50. The celebration of the Ascension is one of the oldest feasts on the church calendar. There is evidence that it was celebrated in the early church jointly with Pentecost. In its present form, it can be traced to the 4th century in the Eastern Church. It was not widely established in the Western Church until the late 7th and early 8th century. The historical account of the church in England by the English monk known as the Venerable Bede, pictured in the illustration, and his composition of a hymn for the occasion in the 8th century increased the popular acceptance of the Feast of Ascension. 
The Collect for Ascension Day was adapted by Archbishop Cranmer for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer from the Gregorian Sacramentary as it was used in the Sarum Rite in England. It reflects the doctrines of the Nicene Creed adopted in 325 A.D. with amendments in 381 A.D. and the readings from John 16, which are read on previous Sundays after Easter. Grant, we beseech thee, Almighty God, that like as we do believe in thy only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who have ascended into the heavens, so we may also in heart and mind hither ascend, and with him continually dwell, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. The illustration is a 16th century tempera and gilt on panel icon at Zarevo, Bulgaria. In traditional Eastern Church style, it depicts the event as being witnessed by the Blessed Virgin in blue at lower center and by selected apostles and by two angels. He ascends surrounded by a circle of light representing the glory of the Lord, or in Latin, a mandorla. Some Western church, church art also uh, only shows Jesus' departing feet. The for the epistle reading for Ascension Day is Acts 1, Verses 1 through 11, the beginning verses in St. Luke's unique history of the period after Jesus' ascension. The subject here is a post-resurrection appearance with the disciples at Bethany, in which Jesus made them two promises. In verse 5, baptism with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And in verse 8, that they quote, shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. The ascension is described in verse 9. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. The two men in verse 10b who stood by the disciples in white apparel are traditionally understood to be angels, which is how they are shown in the illustration. The illustration is a tempera and gilt on vellum illumination of the ascension from the 11th century manuscript, the Bamberg Apocalypse, now in the collection of the Bamberg State Library, Bamberg, Germany, which generously provided the image. The Gospel reading for Ascension Day is Luke 24, verses 49 to 53. St. Luke reports in verse 50 that having led them to Bethany, he, quote, lifted up his hands and blessed them. In verse 51b, he writes that as he was blessing them, quote, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. The illustration is a 14th century Russian Orthodox tempera and gilt on panel icon in the Novgorod style, now at the Museum and Gallery at Bob Jones University in Greenville, South Carolina. The Blessed Virgin stands in the foreground with selected saints. 
Two white-robed angels stand behind her, pointing to the heavens. Two more angels, one on each side, support the glory of the Lord, which surrounds Jesus. St. Luke's narrative includes two key words, worship and joy. The disciples worship Jesus as God, an acknowledgment of his divinity and of his status as the divine Son who has rejoined the Father and the Spirit. Returning to Jerusalem, they express their joy in having been part of the resurrection experience and the salvation it offers mankind through Jesus' propitiatory death upon the cross and his rising from the dead. Seasonal music for Ascension Day has to include the Venerable Bede's 8th century hymn for the occasion, A Hymn of Glory Let Us Sing, written in seven verses, arranged to the German tune Lost uns der Freuen with Alleluias, and Hail the Day That Sees Him Rise, written by Charles Wesley around 1739 A.D. and based on Acts 1, verse 2, and Psalm 24, arranged to the Welsh tune Lanfair with Alleluias. The St. Chrysostom Hymnal is available using the virtual bookstore link at the bottom of the homepage at our website, www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The Collect for the Sunday After Ascension is based upon the Church of England's Vespers Office for Ascension Day, which is based upon a song sung in the 8th century for the Venerable Bede during his final illness. The Collect prepares the faithful for the transition from the Ascension to the descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost or Whit Sunday in the Anglican tradition. O God, the King of glory, who hast exalted thine only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph unto thy kingdom in heaven, we beseech thee, leave us not comfortless, but send to us thine Holy Ghost to comfort us and exalt us unto the same place whither our Savior Christ is gone before, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the same Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. The illustration is a temporary on wood panel of the Ascension by the Italian artist Andrea Mantegna, the left panel in a triptych of scenes in the life of Christ, painted between 1463 and 1464 A.D. and now in the Uffizi Gallery in Florence, Italy. The Glory of the Lord, or Mandorla, is presented as a blue cloud formed by eight cherubs surrounding the ascending Christ, who, in the Western church style, carries a white flag with a red cross, symbolizing his leadership of the church universal. The epistle for the Sunday after Ascension is 1 Peter 4, Verses 7 to 11, a mini-sermon on the right way for Christians to use the gifts given them from God in his service and always with the Christian virtue of love. He wrote in verse 11 that if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. 
If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. The illustration is a depiction of the ascension by Russian icon artists Andrei Rubelyov and Daniel Chorny from the early 15th century and now at the Trendyakov Gallery in Moscow, Russia. The Gospel reading for Sunday after Ascension is John 15, verse 26 through John 16, verse 4a, an account of Jesus' preparation for the coming of the promised Helper, or Comforter in the King James Book of Common Prayer text, called in verse 26 the Spirit of Truth who proceeds from the Father, and his warning in verse 16, one, chapter 16, verse 1 of the ordeal they could expect. These things I have spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble. The illustration is an 8th century relief carved from ivory, showing Jesus holding a gospel book ascending to heaven in the glory of the Lord, supported by four angels and a Greek cross. Jesus also warned in verse 2b against their being put out of the synagogues, and worse, whoever kills you will think that he offers God's service. He ends with a prophetic statement in verse 4. But these things I have told you that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of them. The illustration is a 14th century fresco of the Ascension by Giotto at Scrovegni Chapel, Padua, Italy. Seasonal music for Sunday after Ascension from the St. Chrysostom Hymnal includes Our Lord is Risen from the Dead, written by John and Charles Wesley around 1740 A.D. based on Psalm 24 and arranged to the long meter tune, Duke Street. Jesus Exalted Far on High, written by Thomas Cotterell, in 1805 A.D. and arranged to the common meter tune, Beatitudo, and Eternal Monarch, King Most High, an anonymous hymn from the 13th century arranged to the long meter tune, Dios Tuarum Militum. Other AIC resources referencing topics discussed in this episode are from the AIC Christian Education video series, The Lives of the Saints, first series, John is the subject of episode 4, Peter of episode 11, and Luke of episode 15. From the AIC Christian Education video series, The War on Christianity, the fall of Constantinople and other events in the 11th through the 15th century, and how they led to the decline of Christianity in Asia Minor, is discussed in Episode 5. Episodes are linked from the digital library page with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page. On the podcast homilies page, you can listen to my podcast homilies for 
fourth and fifth Sunday after, Trini after Easter, Ascension Day, and Sunday after Ascension. From the AIC Bookstore Publications, the newest series, The Gospel of, from The Gospel of Luke, Annotated and Illustrated, Luke's account of the Ascension is discussed in chapter 24, and in The Gospel of John, Annotated and Illustrated, Jesus' post-resurrection appearances to the disciples, the promise of the Comforter, and the warning against being put out of the synagogues are all discussed in chapters 15 and early in chapter 16. In layman's lexicon, key words of interest are Ascension, Comforter, Easter, Holy Spirit, Lord's Supper, Pentecost, Resurrection, Rogation, and Truth. In Christian spirituality and Anglican perspective, the apostolic wisdom of Saints Peter and Paul and Saints James and Jude are discussed on pages 87 to 99. In occasional services for Anglican worship on pages 113 to 121, you'll find more information about Ascension Day plus an Ascension Day office I wrote for my former parish and the complete text of the Venerable Bede's Ascension Day hymn, A Hymn of Glory, Let Us Sing. In Paintings on Light, the Stained Glass Windows of St. Joseph's Villa Chapel, on page 77 is more information about the stained glass window or the resurrection and all the stained glass windows in the chapel by the celebrated firm of Franz Mayer of Munich. In Revelation, an idealist interpretation are 51 additional illustrations from the Bamberg Apocalypse produced by the same Constantinople-trained artists who drew the Ascension illustration used in earlier slides. All the AIC Bookstore publications can be ordered using the virtual bookstore link on the homepage at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. Finally, there's Father Ron's blog, a page where I post usually weekly the latest news and information, including material about new videos and podcasts and planned projects. I invite you to subscribe to the blog by clicking the Follow Anglican Internet Church tab in the right-hand column. Subscribers receive notification from our site host, wordpress.com, of each new posting. Thank you for joining me for Episode 3 in Eastertide, From Resurrection to Ascension, the final episode in the series. I invite you to view or listen to episodes in other series on the seasons on the Anglican calendar for Advent, Christmas, Epiphany, Jessima or Pre-Lent, and Trinity Tide, plus special videos for Advent season, for Christmas Eve, and the 12 days after Christmas, and Good Friday. All these are linked from the digital library page. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. 
We invite you to visit our website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.